0: Today is a big day for our graduates, and we are super proud of you, Ty and Andrew uh, are the ones in this service, and all you eighth grade graduates moving on to uh, down the street to the high school. uh, Hope you have a great four years, and we're excited to see what y'all do uh, in high school and then to hear what y'all do in college uh, and what... Life brings you. As we look back, uh, I guess that was four weeks ago. Uh, Brian talked about about, we, about what we as leaders have been discussing for a few months of what post COVID looks like for Big Timber Evangelical Church uh, and where we see that we're going and what God is calling our church to and. We came up with uh, two big words that I'm sure have been used in many churches, but we're using them now, uh, and those words are to gather and to go. So as a church, as a body of Christ, we're called to gather um, here in Sunday mornings together. Uh, then we also gather in small groups, so that's smaller, uh, and then core groups uh, is your, your tight-knit of people that you can dig into God's Word with even more uh, and just bring life with each other and spend time together. And then we see we're called to go. Jesus calls us to go to the world, uh, go to our community of Big Timber and the surrounding area, but we're also called to go to our family and friends and to preach to them also. So, I want us to look at the go side of things. And as we get started, I want to start with a question, and I'll also end with the same question. But that question is What is your ministry? Where is God calling you to go? In Matthew 28, there at the end, we see the, the title, The Great Commission. We see Jesus meeting with the 11 disciples, and then there's some other people that are there also, but God gives them a command. And as we look at Matthew 28, I also want us to look in Joshua chapter 6 and how we can take what happens in Joshua and um, apply it to Matthew and what that can look like for our lives. So as we come to Matthew 28, I want to leave us with three points, but first, let's read uh, verses 18 through 20. And Jesus came and said to them, "'All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. "'Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, "'baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit.'" teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So the three things I want us to look at is, first, Jesus tells us to go. We're called to go into the nation and to make disciples. And personally, God has called you to something great. Secondly, we see after the command where Jesus tells us that he's going to be with us. Where he calls us to go, he is with us. And then thirdly, to add on to the I will be with you, he's going to be with us to the end of the age. So with the go, we're told to... Go and make disciples of all nations. Um, If we flip back to Joshua chapter 6, we see that the Israelites are standing outside of Jericho, um, and there's a big wall standing there. And they know that they're supposed to go past the walls, but there's a big wall. So they're standing there, and God is talking to Joshua, who is now the leader of the Israelites. And in verses 1 through 5, we read, Now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. No one went out, and no one came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given you Jericho into your hand with its kings and mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all the men of war going around the city once, thus shall you do for six days. Seven priests priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark, and on the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times. And the priests shall blow the trumpets, and when they make a long blast with the ram's ram's horns, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up every one straight before him. So we see in Joshua God is giving this command. Israel is standing at the walls of Jericho. They need to get in. And he says, walk around the city for a few days, for seven days, and the walls will fall and you can go in. Now if we were to hear this plan, and God's telling this to Joshua. This plan sounds weird. If you're standing in front of a, a big city with a big gate, a big wall, is your mir- militaristic grand strategy to walk around and yell? Uh, I was watching uh, Veggie Tales for this. Uh, <laughs> And if you go to the Walls of Jericho VeggieTales episode, uh, Joshua tells the people the plan, and they're like, that sounds weird. We have a giant rocket. I think that's better. Uh, and sometimes we, we get to that point. God gives us this, this command, and he tells us to go, and we're like, but God, that sounds weird. What, what are you coming with? But we must remember that God, God's plans are best for us. God knows what he's telling us and where he wants us to go, and we need to listen to what he has. For our two graduates in here, you're going off to college. You're starting something new. You're going to be making new friends. Maybe some old friends from high school are going to come along with you, but for the most part, everything's new. You're leaving your old life behind Um, And stepping forward. In that time, I ask you to listen to God and see where is He calling you? What is He telling you to do and how He wants you to make disciples of all nations? For you, everybody else, you're not graduating. You're staying here in Big Timber, possibly, I would assume. Um, God is calling you to something also, for some of you, he might, have been, he might be calling you to uh, move on also, and you've come up with great plans of not listening to that. Uh, maybe there's a neighbor that God is calling you to talk to, a small group that he's calling you to start or join. He's calling us to something to further his kingdom. What is that in your life? As we keep reading in Matthew, we get to uh, the command, and then after the command, God tells us that He will be with us. In this statement, I, I believe that we can take away that we can have the faith to follow through with the plan that He gives us because we know that He's going to be with us in those times. He's not just giving us a great plan and then saying, all right, you're on your own, have fun, maybe the wall will fall. No, he's giving us a command, and we're called to follow through. In Joshua, verses 6 through 14, we read that Joshua gets the command from God, and then From all accounts, it seems like he goes straight to the people of Israel and says, all right, here's what God said. For six days, he wants us to walk around the city once each day. And on the seventh day, we walk around seven times. This is what the people have to do. On the seventh time, I want you to shout. Uh, We're going to blow our horns. And God says the wall is going to fall. God gave Joshua a plan and Joshua followed through. In verse 10, um, we see this side command. I don't know if—we're not told if God gave Joshua this command also, or if Joshua is adding on to it, but I think it's interesting to read that in verse 10 we see that Joshua commands the people, you shall not shout or make your voice heard, neither shall any word go out of your mouth until the day I tell you to shout— Then you shall shout. So, when I read that and through some reading of articles, a lot of people wonder if this command has to go back to Numbers. So, if we go back a few books to Numbers, we see that Israel comes to the gates of the promised land for the first time. Moses sent 12 spies into the land to see. What the people were like, how fruitful the land was going to be for them, and uh, just what the land looked like. And when the spies came back, 10 of the 12 said, Man, this land looks great. It's everything God told us it was going to be. There's great fruit. We'll be able to flourish in this land, but those people are really big, and we stand no chance. And them saying this caused the rest of the Israelites to be like, God, why did you bring us out of slavery in Egypt just to die day one of going into promised land? And they questioned the plan that God had given them. They saw the big people, they saw that big wall that was standing in front of them and and said, God, Are you you sure you know that there's people there? They're big people, and we don't think we stand a chance. And so when we get to Joshua 6 and we see this command that they're not called to talk, it makes you wonder why. And maybe Joshua, being there the first time, saw that they talked and started doubting because of it and losing faith, so he just cuts that down and says, I don't need you to talk and talk the rest of the people out of this plan that God's given us. I want us to go. And when God gives us a plan, no matter how crazy in our, in our minds we think it is, God calls us not to talk and to question, but just to listen, to do what he is calling us to do. There may be big walls in the plans that God has for us. And we, most of the time in our humanness, immediately see the walls. We can't see past the walls. We see the walls, and we're like, "Ah, we can't go past. But as we see in Joshua 6, God gives the command to march around, and he tells us what the wall is going to do. The wall is going to fall. God wanted his people to go, and then he would take care of the wall. And they would be able to go into the city. Maybe we see walls in our paths. For college, going off to college, it could be making new friends. I know Ty won't have a problem with that. He's he loves his people, um, and he's going to be a great encouragement to those around him. I know, Um, always cheerful and pushing people forward. And Andrew's going to have a great impact on those around him too, when he gets to Montana Bible College um, and pursues his degree, whenever that is, and. Before then, you have a plan. God has a plan for you, maybe if you don't see it yet. But when obstacles arise, that doesn't need to stop us. We need to have faith in God that He is with us, knowing that He is with us, and to move forward and know that He will take care of the walls that stand before us. Thirdly, we see that Jesus says he will be with us to the end of the age. In verse 20 of Joshua, we see that the people have marched around the city uh, for seven days, and they get to the point where they're called to blow the trumpets and to shout. And so in verse 20, so the people shouted and the trumpets were blown. As soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout, and the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him. God was faithful in following through with the command that he gave the Israelites. He called them to do what they were supposed to do, to walk around the wall, and the wall did fall. For us with the Great Commission, as we see right before Jesus gives these words, he's just died on the cross. He's defeated death by rising again on the third day. He is claiming all authority, and he's given us command to go out and make disciples, and to teach, and to baptize. This is the generalized command that we're called to, but I believe in all of our uniqueness, there is a unique plan to follow through with the generalized command, the command that we're all given to do, but there's a unique way for each and every one of us to do that. And as we spend our life following God, He will be with us through that time, but we're here for a small portion of time. If we're lucky, we get about 90 years, maybe a little more. Um, But that's not the end of God, the end of Jesus. Jesus is beyond that. He's to the very end of the age. He's with us in the present. He's with us in the future, and he's with us beyond our existence here on earth. And that brings us to the point that God has won the war that we feel like we're fighting. And then we're going out, this war between good and evil. Jesus defeated that on the cross— And he calls us to go out in victory and to proclaim that. To make disciples with those that we come in contact on every day. Maybe it's something new, someone new. He still calls us to it. We may feel that we don't always win. We'll go through hard times and Feel like the struggle has gotten us down, but we must continue to look to God and to see where He's calling us. And to know that He'll be with us. He's gone before us and won the war. And He just wants us to follow Him and to proclaim the good news to everyone. And more than that, he wants us to help others along with us. Making disciples is bringing someone along with you, sharing your life experiences to help them, telling them how you've grown in Christ and what he can do for them in their life also. So I want to ask you that question again. What is your ministry? Where is God calling you to go to make disciples for him? Who does he want you to proclaim the truth and the victory to? Who does he want you to teach? Where does he want you to go? The times won't always be easy. There will be walls that pop up in front of us, but we must remember that God knows what's before us. He knows the walls that are there, and He wants us to follow His command and have faith in Him that He will take care of everything that arises in our path. And to trust in Him and follow Him, because we know that he is with us always, and that he has a plan for us. And we must listen and seek his guidance in what he has for us and to proclaim his truth, to shout in victory, to blow the horns in victory. May we not talk ourselves out of things because of the walls that pop up in front of us. So as we go today, I want you to ask yourself, what is God calling you to? Where is he calling you to? Who is he calling you to? There will be a lot of things that we do in our life. Some things will be long-term, some are just for a short season, but we're all called to something. And may we listen to God for what he has for us. So with that, I just want to congratulate the graduates again. Um, As you go off to college and the next chapter in your life, seek God and what He has for you, what He's calling you to and to go forward proclaiming Him. And for everybody else that is here to do the same, Um, we're just proud of you guys and all that you've accomplished and just the awesome things that you will do in your future. Um, and with that, let us pray, and we can head out. Dear you guys want to thank you for everything that you're doing for us. For all that you are calling us to, uh, the things that you will call us to later in our life that we can listen and obey you, that we have the faith to know that you are with us in the midst and you're with us in the future. You know what you have for us. May we seek that and not our own plans. Just be with us as we go out today. Be with the graduates as they graduate today, uh, the eighth graders graduating on Thursday, and just the life that you have in store for them and all the great things that they will do. Be with their families as they will be losing their child who is going off to college. um, Like the video said, graduates, please call your parents. They will really like that. But just be with us today, God, and all that you have in store for us, may we listen. In Jesus' name, amen.